Welcome to the Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals podcast. Award-winning concessionaire and fry queen of Texas, Christy Urpello and her family have been frying Fernie's famous funnel cakes at the State Fair for 49 years. And now she wants to give you the inside scoop on all things fair food. Join us as we take a look inside some of the fair's biggest vendors to find out what makes the State Fair of Texas the best 24 days of the year. From fried foods to funnel cakes, this is the Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals podcast with your host, Christy Arpello. Welcome back to Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals, episode three. I'm Zach Lewis. I'm Christy Arpello. And we are kicking off the show with a big, a big, a big order this week. Oh, Christy. Yeah. 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 We're sitting with one Mitchell Gleber, president of the State Fair of Texas. Mitchell, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, first off, um, Christy started off the interview before we even got started rolling. Um, how, did, how did you get shanghai into this? How did, how did we get you on the show? You're, you're a big ticket item. Yes. Well, I said all you got to do is ask. Yeah. I actually try to make myself available as much as possible. It, so, uh, you know, when you're out here for 24 days plus a week before and a week after without a day off, you know, there's going to be some time where you have a little break in the schedule here and there. And right. uh, I'm happy to, to do some things a little different than, uh, you know, sitting at my desk and doing paperwork. Well, so. I don't want to keep you. I know you're a busy guy, so I'll run, I'll run through some questions I got. First things first, I'm not, I didn't go to math school, so maybe I got these numbers wrong. We're 18 days in the State Fair, six days left, three-fourths of the way done. What do you think? State Fair 2017, how's it gone? It's gone great. Um, we've actually had an incredible fair so far. Um, from an operation standpoint, which is important to me, uh, everything is flowed very smooth um, you know hopefully that translates to everything flowing um, smoothly and working out well for the guests at the state fair that's what's most important uh, so yeah we had uh, you know a few things that we changed up this year that uh, you know made me a little anxious going into the fair but everything's worked uh, very very well uh, we've had cooperative weather for the most part uh, just a couple days of rain um, and that's really a huge key because uh, the weather is, is extremely important. Um, it can make or break you. Right, and I wanted to ask about that. A couple things have changed since last year, and I think the year before. If I, if I have this correct, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Texas OU game moved weekends, right? And I think it did. And the weather's been a little iffy. How has that affected things? I mean, I think turnout's still pretty good. I feel like I see a lot of people around. What do you think? Yeah, you know, um, the weather has just been a little iffy. I mean, really, we had two days of rain, and then we had some uh, kind of extraordinary heat on yeah. a few of these days. Columbus Day, I think it was 95 or 96 degrees. That's a huge school day for us. Uh, Texas OU Day, which actually turned out to be a record day, oh, wow. uh, was unbearably warm especially for those people in the stadium but uh yeah it was it's really been great i uh, i have no complaints the crowds have been super um you know you can look around and you have a feel for what the uh, day is going to be like just by looking at uh, the crowds and you know we do have a few mechanisms that we can use to be able to kind of track the day and see how things are going um, but until you get those final numbers at the end of the day um, you know it's always kind of just a little bit of a feel game right one thing's for sure texans don't stay in because of the weather we do not let that bother us and one of the things i wanted to ask about is something you guys have been doing a little bit more this year is community engagement you have mm -hmm. so many things going on one of the first interviews we did to get ready for the state fair was with francois booker drew mm -hmm. who talked about every Everything you've got going on. I mean, you've got gardening events. You've got FFA. There's there's so much happening. And what can you say? You got a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, there's really. Uh, you're exactly right. Um, we've put a huge emphasis on community engagement um, to the point where we 
um, hired Dr. Francois Booker Drew, um, and she's almost been here, you know, two years now, and uh, has had an opportunity, even though she already had a lot of relationships in this uh, neighborhood, specifically in the Fair Park area, uh, to be able to look at. Uh, what the needs are, go out and visit with the people um, and try to come up with the very best plan that we can so that we can determine how we can be better neighbors and how we can serve the community um, in ways that are sustainable. Uh, and that's the key is, you know, we're not out to just go um, throw, you know, a couple thousand dollars uh, at sponsoring a luncheon. You know, it needs to be something that's a program that's sustainable that we can build upon to address what the needs are in the community. And so uh, you're right, Dr. Francois Booker-Drew and her team of three have done an incredible job of getting us engaged. Um, and we have more things that we're doing on a year-round basis than we've ever had before. So we're very proud of that. Well, one of the things we should get to being fairs, festivals, and carnivals is, of course, the food. There's nobody better better qualified to ask questions about that than Christy or Pello. Christy, go ahead. I feel like I'm stealing the spotlight. <laughs> That's quite all right. I'm loving hearing everything that Mitchell's saying. I like it's true, that. Yeah. You know, let's go back to what you were just saying, though, Mitchell, about what we're doing for the community. You want to talk a little bit about the State Fair Cares program that the concessionaires have kind of actually created to donate all our leftover food either that's been cooked or hasn't been cooked or whatever? Sure. So, uh, you know, I think, this was this the third year coming up, I guess, or is this the second year? No, it's the third. Is it uh, the third? Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so after uh, this was a, an idea that was generated uh, through our PR department, um, and uh, basically what they had done is gone out and uh, reached out um, through you. Yeah, through me. Uh, <laughs> to go out and coordinate this e particular event and actually um, get all of our concessionaires who have food items that are left over or ingredients that are mm -hmm. left over uh, that uh, they can pull together at the end of the fair and literally load up uh, trucks to have those uh, items delivered to the community and the people that are in need. So thank you for your You're part in welcome. that because I know you spearheaded that. So. Well, we had done it individually for mm -hmm. many, many years because long time ago we just used to let our employees have it and I thought there's so much here it can go to our employees and we can still do other things with it right and so we started doing to homeless shelters churches mm -hmm. uh, schools and it's really grown I'm really proud of yeah. the part that I had to play in that program but the part that all the other concessionaires now it's so neat that last day of the fair we're all in our golf carts and everybody's happy little happy because the fair's over mm -hmm. and uh, we get to rest a tad a little and then, tired a little tired yeah. and then we're just doing something so good with this in fact when we did the carrot cake roll I ordered extra carrot cakes so I could give carrot cakes away that's oh, great wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't even know that was a program that's really impressive State. guys well, yeah wow. between that and you know the things that our uh, livestock or I'm sorry our agriculture guys um, have been working on uh, in landscaping you know yeah. they've put together the big tex urban farm program mm -hmm. and i'm sure y'all have probably discussed that as far as uh, what we've been able to grow on the grounds with our uh, own people and harvesting those uh, vegetables and taking them to um, the various areas around the fair park area that are in need i think they ended up uh, before this year's fair, um, donating about 10,000 servings oh my um, just through items that were able to be uh, grown right outside of our uh, our door, basically in, uh, in movable kind of wooden uh, grow, uh, bed grows. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That's really philanthropic. You need to come out. You need to come out after the fair during the summer and look at that. It's so impressive to see all those little urban gardens yeah. right there. I'd yeah. like to. Yeah, mm-hmm. we should totally come it's do that. Deal. Kind of, kind of revisit it. And one of the things I wanted to ask about: we talked to Melanie Lanier about this last week, director of food and beverage, the Big Text Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. I know it's a big deal, and I know one of the things the fair always kind of has is this feeling of family, even between vendors. Everybody feels like they're a part of something. Everybody feels like we're just getting along, except for. Big Text Choice Awards Day. And as the president, I wanted to ask, do you find yourself remaining kind of bipartisan? Is it better to stand on the sidelines and just see it all play out? Or do you get involved a little bit and try out the dishes? What do you think? Well, we have a committee uh, that actually uh, screens all of the items that are presented uh, to the fair. And um, that lucky committee, I think, uh, sampled about 30 items um, that they pared down to uh, 10 finalists this year. I used to be on that committee. Oh, yeah. um, I did it for about four or five years when uh, the program Big Tech's Choice Awards first started. And I finally just said, I can't do this anymore uh, <laughs> because those 30 items were sampled, I think, over a three-day period. Oh. And it's brutal. I mean, it, it's great. It's great. It's just not something that I need sure. to be doing. Um, so uh, we actually have uh, have kind of passed that those duties around to other individuals uh, to do the sampling and um, and then we, of course, get to the big day where the, the contest takes place. And it's really just a, a big food fight among the concessionaires. <laughs> and, you know, I think uh, when it started, um, you know, really, it started very slowly. We held it in the dock. In and, the dock, exactly. Uh, but it's grown to the point now where we have, you know, 250 folks that are paying $100 each for uh, the opportunity to come in and uh, see the program and sample the products in advance of the fair. And, of course, all that money goes to our scholarship program. Yeah. So uh, it's not only helped the fair get on the map in terms of, you know, creates creative food options um, and creates a, a ton of, you know, public relations buzz prior to the fair, but, you know, it's also uh, helping because it creates dollars to go back into our scholarship program. I actually think that the creation of the Big Tech's Choice Awards just, we're ground zero right now, I think, for all the creative foods in the concession world in the United States. I agree. I think that we're the ones that just took it up a whole nother level, and now, of course, I am partial to the State Fair of Texas, Mm -hmm. but everybody else is trying to keep up with us. I agree with that. Uh-huh. I agree with that. And there's uh, there's some great fairs out there that have great foods. Um, many of them are, you know, traditional uh, sure. fair food mm-hmm. items. You know, you go to Minnesota State Fair and you have the um, cheese curds, cheese curds <laughs> cheese or curds. you know the chocolate chip <laughs> cookies or uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, there's no, nobody that has the originality, I guess you would say, of uh, of what our concessionaires come up with. And what uh, do you think that says about us, Mitchell? I think it says that y'all are very creative <laughs> or crazy. I'm not <laughs> sure. They got it all figured <laughs> out. I think. So, yeah. Mitchell, I, I wanted to ask um, something I've asked before on the show, being fairs, festivals, and carnivals. I, again, I would assume you have to be bipartisan. You can't pick favorites. You're the president. Nobody wants you. I mean, you shouldn't give out your exclusive sponsorship. But can you tell me uh, maybe what one of your favorite foods is at the State Fair, and why is it the Bernie's Texas Fried Sheet Cake? <laughs> I'm just going to recycle that joke Zach, from last week. So good. So good, <laughs> Way Zach. Way to that in. Yes. Um, actually, yeah. Let me start by saying that. I, that is awesome. Yes. Thank the you. sheet it's cake so good. is incredible. Oh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and have to tell you also, though, that uh, – this particular item right here is one of my family favorites, oh the fried gosh. grilled cheese uh, it, that yeah. Christy does Whew. as well. That was so 2008 Big Tech's Choice Awards. 2008. It oh, stands mm-hmm. the test of time. You know it's what? That's exactly right. And We didn't win. I mm-hmm. can't even remember what did win in 2008. But 
that is still one of our number one sellers. It's awesome. It's always funnel cakes, whatever we have in the Big Tech's Choice Awards, and this. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, and there's uh, you know, there's a handful of others. I'm actually, you know, I'm out here 24 days, so right. uh, you know, as, as we were discussing earlier, I try to uh, bring my lunch and then eat dinner out on the grounds because I can't do this. Uh, well, still, every, still every one day, meal so. every day is a bold yeah. move. Yeah, that's no, that's nothing to scoff at. The corny dogs are a staple. Fletcher's mm-hmm. corny dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I happen to love the the patty melt that Katie's Cafe does down on the Midway, and um, I have never had that. Oh, you got it. I have. I've ever. In fact, it's one of my son's friends whose family owns that as well. Mm-hmm. And I, he was here the other day. I said, would you please go get me one of those patty melts? But it was the line was too long. Well, you need to just go down there and stand in line because by the time they walk it back to your place, <laughs> it, won't be, it won't be quite as delicious as it is. I may uh, not it get it, period. Right it may be eaten, actually, yeah. from what I hear it's about incredible. it. It sounds like they're wonderful. It's awesome. Right. I've, yeah. I've definitely heard a couple of people mention the patty melt on the show. Mm-hmm. i got to see what that's about. Yeah. Um, looking ahead, I think, at 2018 at the State Fair, we're almost done with this one, but have you had any lessons, anything you've learned, anything you want to try next year? I mean, can you give us a sneak peek? You know, um, so we've done a lot with uh, our auto show here uh, recently, um, and we did some rebranding with it this year. It's the Texas Auto Show now instead of the State Fair Texas Auto Show. So we're uh, putting a little bit more emphasis on that and trying to uh, reach out and, you know, make this uh, the auto show even bigger and better uh, than what it is. One of our big focuses will be on uh, utilization of the new livestock center and improvements over in the livestock and agriculture area because that's the one area, the grounds, you know, that um, has probably been, um, you know, as far as what the state fair uses, neglected a little bit. I mean, we need to bring that up to par. Um, so uh, there'll be some uh, some emphasis placed there as well. And then, you know, we just, we're just continuing to look at ways to try to um, increase the uh, experience at the state fair um, for the fairgoers and one of those examples would be something like what you're looking at here uh, at Christie's place um, and basically just uh, creating these soft areas where people can come to the fair and actually get off their feet for a while in a nice shady pretty area and um, and people watch and eat food and uh, hang out for a little bit which will you know help extend their stay uh, so really those are kind of some of the priorities for us uh, as we move forward but we won't get deep into our planning for 18 until after this year's fair ends. Mm. Mitchell I want to ask you a concession question because that's what I'm all about. Sure. We are having a record-breaking fair. Saturday was our biggest day ever in 49 years. Just about killed us but it was wonderful to see it. I mean, all of our places. It was fantastic. Is that a trend that you see going throughout the fair this year with all the other concessionaires? You know, um, I know some are having better years than mm-hmm. others. Um, well, we have set are, the, the, we've set the bar too high in 2015 and 2016. Yeah. So, uh, you know, overall right now, um, we're still chasing 16 a little bit, mainly mm-hmm. because a couple of uh, early fair weather days. Yes, fair weather. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're still kind of trying to play catch up on that a little bit you know when you compare against that high bar that we set in 16 Mm -hmm. you know it's hard to uh, hit those expectations every year if you don't get the cooperation of the weather but uh, all that being said you know we're doing extremely well we're doing better than we were in 15 Mm -hmm. Um, not quite to where we were in 16 but uh, we're hoping that the last six days of the fair will get us back to that point so finish strong is what we're saying at this point. I love that. I appreciate you finishing this interview with us. I feel like we've taken way too much of your time, but thank you for sitting down with us. Mitchell has been an absolute pleasure. No problem. Thank you, Mitchell. Absolutely. This is special. We'll be right back with more fairs, festivals, and carnivals right after this.
Welcome back to the second segment of Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals, Episode 3. I'm Zach Lewis here with Christy Arpella. Hello, Zach. And we're sitting with one chef, Cassie Jones. Chef Cassie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to be honest, you're kind of a big fish here. We've wanted to get you on for a couple of weeks, believe it or not. Yeah. We, wow. We, you, we saved the best for last. It's true. As far Thank as you. I know, you are the only certified chef as far as I know. Fair. Right. Yep. And, and I've got questions about this. So let's let's kind of start small. First things first, you've been cooking for over 25 years. I have, since you, I was a kid. You were a graduate of the Culinary Business Academy. Yes. I did my research. Oh. I know, oh, right? I'm sorry. I didn't tell oh him any gosh. of this. He did do his research. Zach did his homework. Job, <laughs> uh, Zach. How does, yeah, how does it feel to be the only certified chef fish in the Big Texas State Fair Pond? Well, it feels great. Yeah. You know, sometimes people come over and they just want to ask questions about the food. And then I'll tell them, I said, listen, I'm a chef. I promise you it's going to be good. And they get the food and they agree. Right. And so. your, your food has been described as a mix of uh, traditional southern dishes with a modern urban twist. Absolutely. What is your southern influence and what are your urban country root influences? Well, Where my is that coming from? My parents are from East Texas, so I definitely have country roots, but I was born and raised in Dallas. And my mom is one of 13. Wow. And, oh, wow. Yes. And there's only one boy. So all of her sisters and, of course, her mom could cook very well. And I'm one of three girls, and we started in the kitchen really early. It's just what we do. You can actually show love through cooking. Right. So every time we get together, we cook and we eat, and that's just what we do. Right, and you totally tapped into exactly what I was going to ask next. <laughs> Cooking is a its a communal thing. People like to gather around the table and break bread together. A family is kind of where you draw your influence from? Absolutely. Since Chef is the only chef out here, and the rest of us are just carnies, why don't you tell <laughs> us about your uh, culinary background? Okay, I went to the Culinary Business Academy, mm -hmm. and it's kind of, you know, it's a funny story how this happened. One of my daughters, I have five kids, mm -hmm. and one of my daughters, she was getting ready to go away to college. Mm -hmm. And um, I was telling her, had I gone to college, because I went to a trade school, mm -hmm. I married my husband when I was 18, so I lived at home with my parents. Still happily and married, by the way. Yes, in almost 29 years. Still married in January. That's, that's incredible. He's, yeah. he's a doll. Thank you. So, He's not so bad. <laughs> and I was telling her, you know, had I gone to college today, I'd be a chef. And mm -hmm. she said, Mom, you can still go. And I said, no, because I have this and that, because, you know, we have five kids. Uh -huh. And she said, um, yes, you can, because you told us we can do anything, anything we set our minds to unless we are dead. And, Mom, you're not dead. Uh-oh, back at you. She threw it in your face. Oh, you had man. to do it. Yep. She threw so, it on the gauntlet. She <laughs> challenge. Right. And then I, I was kind of like, oh, wow. So six so years did, ago. I was, was going to ask uh -huh. when you did it. Uh -huh. Six years ago, mm -hmm. I went to culinary school, mm -hmm. and I started out as a personal chef. Mm -hmm. I actually worked for one family for like a year and a half. Okay. And then I would cater parties on the weekend. And one day I catered a party. It was for the city of Cedar Hill. Uh -huh. And it was a pretty big thing, like 200 people. And a lady came into the kitchen and she was like, who made this? This is the best fried food I have ever had. It should win the contest at the State Fair. And Christy, you're not going to believe who the lady was. Who was it? Caroline Newport. Oh, well, there you go. Boy, <laughs> talk about divine intervention. Wait, who's, I, I feel like a fool. Who's Caroline Newport? <laughs> State Fair royalty. She's oh, yeah. here. She, she has been out here forever. Okay. Yep. Yes. And mm -hmm. now she's like 84 or something. She's getting up there in age. Uh, she's over 80. I know. I, her birthday was just during the fair. 
And she just told me how she was, but I can't remember. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I submitted my application. I got called in for a tasting. Mm -hmm. They loved my product, which were the fried collard greens. Mm -hmm. And I got my booth the same year. What? How many years ago was that? Um, that was five years ago. This is my fifth year. Your fifth year. And look what you've done in those five years. I know, right? I'm it, amazing. So, so the first year, you're not eligible to enter the contest. Yeah. So the second year, when I was eligible to enter the contest, mm -hmm. my first time entering, mm -hmm. I made top eight with my deep fried alligators eggness. Yes. That was 2015. Mm -hmm. I remember uh -huh. that. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. I was like, who made that? <laughs> deep fried alligator eggness. Yeah. Yep, that was me. Oh, wow. And, um, and then 20... 16, mm -hmm. um, I did the pecan pie poppers. Uh -huh. I didn't make the semifinals, but this year I made the tipsy topsy catfish on a stick and the dreamy drunken sopapilla cheesecake bars, and both of those items made the semifinals. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so something. But I we don't have the cheesecake bars. No. No, but We're I can actually. We can make it happen. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Somehow. We'll get to the bottom of it. No, no uh, anything that has drunken in the title, we need to get. I feel like we're putting it on the spot. <laughs> yes, the there's, there's bourbon in the in the cheesecake. You're making it happen. So one of the things I wanted to ask is is about your signage. I know a lot of people kind of go with something traditional. The biggest sign at your stand says fried collard greens. It doesn't yes. say Chef Cassie. It doesn't say certified fried collard greens. Is that because that's what you started with? Do you feel like, yeah, where'd that come from? Yes, it is definitely the star of the show. I don't know. That looks pretty good right there, darling. <laughs> <laughs> what is this one right here? This is fried chicken with the honey pecan glaze. I, as oh soon as we're finished, I'm, I'm diving into that. <laughs> fried chicken, honey pecan glaze. And what else do we have sitting in front of us? We have the pecan pie poppers and the tipsy topsy catfish on a stick. It's tipsy because we marinate the fish in beer and it's topped with the Remy Lod sauce. Yep. I love the pecan poppers from last year because we can see where we came from and now we can see where we're going. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, this year... What were your entries for um, the Big Tex? The Tipsy Topsy Catfish on a uh -huh. Stick and, and the Dreamy Drunken Sopapilla Cheesecake Bars. I cannot believe that neither one of those got in. No, but it's all good. Yeah, well, yes. You know, I, did, I couldn't either, especially the reaction I'm getting from people with the cheesecake bars. Uh -huh. People bite into that and they say, oh my God, this is amazing. <sighs> over and over and over people are pleasantly surprised mm -hmm. when they have the cheesecake bars wow and i'm gonna get y'all some over all right here. no i'm sorry yeah we are putting so i wanted to ask uh i find a lot of vendors at the state fair either lean, seem to lean towards the sweet or the savory they either go for kind of the dessert items the things you can pick up on your way or a little bit more of an entree a meal as it were you kind of seem to lean into both categories with the pecan poppers the vanilla the cheesecake you've got the topsy-turvy catfish where do you land on that you go both ways how do you feel <laughs> that's true i i did well this year was the first year they did both sweet and savory yes. you know categories yeah, right. categories yeah. right but i didn't know which way to go i'm not a traditional baker so i don't do like wedding cakes or anything like that mm -hmm. i do you know more savory dishes but i can definitely do desserts and so um i just decided i'm going to enter both since we can enter two items let's 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 see what happens i always do one sweet one savory Okay. That's what I do every year. One sweet, one savory. Okay. That's great advice, Christy. I'll do the same thing. Because what? that way you have it covered, covered either way. Uh -huh. yeah. And you could be lucky enough to get him one of each. Is that is that lucky? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know what? I've been in the Big Tech's Choice Awards in 2005 and 2006 for two items, and I didn't win either year. Oh. <laughs> for two items up there. That's okay, though. Yeah. You were in the, 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 the finalists? Yes. That's great. Yeah. 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 And so I love the fact that, you know, having these, you know, just having the contest mm -hmm. because 
it, it keeps me in the kitchen trying this and trying that and doing, you know, different are, things. Are you already working on next year's? Absolutely. I knew it. <laughs> Something I wanted to ask you about besides working on next year's and the off season is what you're doing when you're not here. And many people may not know that you actually run a full service catering business, Chef Cassie's Creations. Right. A lot of people who work the state fair kind of take that time at the end of the year to go, you know, I'm going to I'm going to taper off, go on vacation. You're right back at it. You're I am right back bricks. at it. Yeah, I am tell me because about that. right after the fair, we go right into holiday season. Mm -hmm. um, last year, I did over 31 holiday parties starting in November. Wow. And I go all the way clear through December. I even do a New Year's Eve party. I do several corporate parties for different clients. I'm already booked for December 2nd, December 9th, and December 16th, the three Saturdays in December. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of holiday parties and I have a food truck. Right. Yes. Do so, you take any time off after the fair? Uh, usually January because the but, weather is so bad. But yeah. not after the fair? Um, maybe like maybe a week right uh -huh. after the fair. Like I'm not working. I am working on the 27th but not the 28th. Man, Chef Cassie doesn't mess around. Yeah, she yeah. does not. She's, she's a hard worker. She's putting that degree to good use. It's true. <laughs> she is. And something I wanted to ask about with your degree, uh, I know here you kind of do southern food, southern comfort a little bit, but in your catering business, you offer a full menu that's custom to whatever party you're dealing with. They can get whatever they want. Absolutely. How, how deep is the Chef Cassie bench? I mean, will you do Mediterranean? Will you do Ori? I mean, how far does that go? Um, I do about five different cuisines. So I okay. do Italian, I do Mexican, Cajun. Um, French and Mediterranean and of course American so I guess that's six we do a ton of barbecuing my husband and I work together yeah. and we have a 12 foot long um, custom-built smoker mm -hmm. and we do a lot of barbecuing and he does jerk so we do jerk chicken and jerk ribs and jerk pulled pork and we customize menus we talk to our clients see what they're wanting to do see if they're wanting finger foods or to see if they're wanting a plated meal or they want to set up buffet style and whatever my clients want is exactly what we do right and yeah. speaking towards that if i made it say halfway through the year and i was missing a little state fair love could i call up chef cassie have her roll out the fryers and give me the state fair menu is that an option cater? yes you would do that yes that is an option right. i will cater and I'll, I'll cook anything and my website is my name it is chef cassie.com c-h-e-f-c-a-s-s-y.com all right well shoot christy you got any more questions well, I'm really kind of curious about what she's doing next year. <laughs> I was going to say, that was my next step. Yeah, what do you got going on next year? You know what, year? though? I did give you a suggestion. If you, you you did? I did give you a suggestion. She sure did. But she's that's so a, sweet. That, that's a secret. Oh, you're not going to say? All that, right. That's all a right. secret. Not good enough for the Ferris Festivals and Carnival <laughs> podcast. That's fine. Well, shoot, Chef Cassie, I know people know where to find your website, but tell people what, what you got going on in your life. Where can people find you at the State Fair? Where can people find your, your catering business? What do people need to know? Okay, so if you follow me on Facebook, which is Chef Cassie's Creations, you can see where my food truck is going to be. And if I'm open to the public, then I'll post about it. Now, at the fair, I'm located outside on the Midway near the Observation Tower. The Observation Tower is the tallest ride here. You can actually see it from the freeway. It's taller than the Ferris wheel. It's not very far away from the Texas Lottery booth. So. When people come up to me and they say, we couldn't find you. We look for you by Big Tex. Well, I'm not near Big Tex. Right. It's the total opposite end of the fair. And it's on the midway. The tent colors are blue. And my booth number is FW25. That, right. mean, that means fun way. Fun oh, way. Does it? That yes. means fun All way. Right. Fun so, fact, yeah. fun way, fun 25. Fun way. Fun way. So if you get a map, there's actually streets on the map, and you can see fun way there. And I'm right at an intersection. Um, I'm beside a cotton candy booth, 
and um, deep fried ribs. Okay. Yep. All right. And if people want to get your catering services, where do they got to go? Um, they can go to my website. My email and my phone numbers is definitely on the website, which is my name, chefcassie.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Chef Cassie's Creations. And you can always just send me a message on Facebook. Chef Cassie, thank you so much for sitting down with us. I cannot wait to tear into some of this food. Yeah, we're going to start eating as soon as we're finished, Cassie. <laughs> I'm not going to wait till it's over. Awesome. All right. We'll be right back with more Ferris Festivals and Carnivals right after this. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals, Episode 3. We're just about done with this episode, but before we wrap, I want to sit down with Christy Arpello. Hello, Zach. And Matt Stoker. Hello, Hello. And wanted to just kind of look at what we've done so far, a little bit of a retrospective of our episodes, maybe talk about what we're going to do moving forward. So, Christy, we've done three episodes of Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals. What do you think? I think we've had fun. What do you think? I think we've had a lot of fun. I think we've eaten a lot. We've eaten <laughs> oh a lot. Gosh. And we're continuing it. Right. I was just about to take a bite while you were while you were talking. I was like, this right. now's my chance to get another <laughs> bite of this. <laughs> of this uh, what is it? Cream corn queso that we have here? Yes. Cream corn queso with fresh fried chips. Right. And that's I think good. I think that's an important part of it. They are fresh fried, right out of the fryer. They just came out of the fryer. Yeah, and that, Oh, that's, did you hear that crunch? That's mm-hmm. a whole element to it. Oh wow, that came across great. Keep going, keep eating those. What are some of the things we've eaten today? Just today. Just today. I can't even keep up. I know. I feel like we've had like eight dishes. Well, today we had Chef Cassie's Creations. We did. And oh boy, did she treat us. Everything was so wonderful. She did. The the tipsy-topsy catfish with fries, the honey pecan glazed wings, Mm -hmm. the pecan poppers, pecan pie poppers, Mm -hmm. and she had her husband, who was gracious enough to come all the way over here, bring us... Drunken Sopapilla cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That oh, was delicious. Man. Actually, all four of her recipes were it amazing. They were really good. I was just saying, I think it's better than my food. Oh. Well, maybe not. I don't know about <laughs> I that. I don't know about <laughs> that. Yeah, hey. I, will, I will say, though, her food is, uh, is unique yes. uh, compared to some of the other stuff around here. It's, mm-hmm. it's very much, I mean, it's, it's something that you might find in a, in a restaurant somewhere, you know, an entree of some sort. Exactly. It's not anything that's just dipped in funnel cake batter or in a ball. Yeah. It's real food. Right. And it's all delicious. Right. Right. Oh, gosh. So who have we, who have we talked to on this show so far? We sat down with Melanie Lanier. Mm-hmm. We talked to... We didn't... We talked to Tammy Nevins. Tammy Nevins. We talked to Tammy, Tammy Stifler. Stifler. Right. We, we talked to... Mitchell. Mitchell, of course, the president of the State Fair. We've done a lot. And we talked to Fernie. We talked to Wanda Fernwin. <laughs> Wanda The original Fernie. How's she doing, by the way? Is she out today? She's out today. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's out there signing autographs gonna, and taking pictures at the door. and get a photo. Yeah, we'll have to stop in and say hi. <laughs> Definitely. She, uh, the other day, she had her picture taken with Jordan Spieth. Oh, really? I saw that. Uh-huh. He was I saw out that. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, that's fantastic. He went to Jesuit High School with our son. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So Je- uh, Jordan stopped in, and she was really tickled about that. We were saying, <laughs> two Texas legends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Did your son think he was a nice guy, or were they friends? They or? love each other. I mean, they're right, good well, friends. Good friends. Good. Yeah. yeah. They're both great boys. It's funny. My dad says he, he went to college with Tim Allen in Western Michigan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I never knew him, but I went, I went to college with him. <laughs> you know, I, I would see him every <laughs> once in a while. Like, hey, there's that guy. Uh, but there wasn't a whole lot to it. So moving forward, what, what's what's next for Ferris Festivals and Carnivals? We need we need to get together and do another one of these. Well, I think let's do something maybe next Tuesday. We'll see what y'all's schedule is like. And I know I'm going yeah. to. I'll be busy. 
but it's going to be a different kind of busy. So yeah. as we sit here, the fair's got a few days left. We've, it yes. ends on Sunday night, Sunday, right? The, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Sunday? Okay, six days left. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Tuesday, what does it look like after the fair ends here? Is it just a war zone of people just breaking down all their stuff? Trying to break down. Monday's going to be the day that we do the food drop-off for the State Fair Cares Program, where all the concessionaires bring extra leftover food. It could be cook something that was cooked that can go immediately to a homeless shelter mm -hmm. or uh, it could be something in boxes that can go to a food pantry so that's always a wonderful day it just it's, you know you're happy because the fair is over you're sad but it's so rewarding to see people lining up with all these boxes and you know you're doing something good with all this product that you have left yeah that's something i really didn't know you did that's really incredible yeah, yeah it's very fun i can only imagine that's an enormous amount of food that gets donated oh 18-wheeler trucks. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah, you know, we try to allocate it in different ways. These people get some of the fresh product. These people get some of the package. And uh, uh, there will be cameras out here taping that, because, and it's a great day. And then after that, it's usually Monday morning, then we really get into the business of shutting it down. Right. And that's kind of crazy. So what goes, what goes into that? I mean, what all goes when you shut it down? There will be... This deck that we're sitting on. Uh-huh. We're in the Skyway porch. We're at the Skyway porch right behind Big Tex. It will not be here. There so there will just be nothing here. There will be cement. It That's will, crazy. It will all be yeah. loaded up and taken to a warehouse. And it's wacky because we are, you know, just kind of state fair goers. I haven't been here before or after when there's nothing around. So this is... To me, it looks exactly like it did last year. It didn't look any different. So it seems like it's been here the whole time. So it's weird to think, no, nope, no, no, no. This is broken down. It wasn't here almost all of the year. Yes, we have five Very different strange. locations. And all these uh, tents that you see up, they're all going to be gone mm. with, with by the end of the week. Well, the tents, the frames will probably be there, but everything else is going to be gone. Where does it all go? I mean, do you have to, being a vendor, are you responsible for this stuff? Or do they hold it somewhere? I mean, Well, they, they take the metal for the tents. Okay. And we can have them take our canvas as well. But but uh, all the equipment in there, that's ours. and that's we gotta, Everybody owns that, and we have to get it out of here. All right. Huh. And it's insane. The biggest traffic jam I have ever seen in my whole life was at the back of the Cotton Bowl about six years ago and there were 18 wheelers and golf carts and we had state fair officials administrate and they were just like it was crazy. I believe just everybody trying to get their stuff out. Yes. That's a, so what happens with like a permanent location like the like the dock? What happens? Do you just close it all up? Or? No, we, everything in there has to go too. Oh really? It's all packed up. And so it's packed, just an empty room whenever you're done. It's an empty room when we're finished with it. That's yeah. it. You know, I'm not sliding Fair Park here, but I don't know if I'd want to see it without everything <laughs> here, you know? Like, where's the fun in the dock without, without a little Well, I've certainly been here throughout the year, but usually it's for some other event, so they do have yes. some things set uh, up. Oh, yes. When the, we're, yeah. yeah. The, you, can, you can rent out the Embarcadero building. The, be, the whole building. That would be very can interesting. The whole, uh, it has been done before. I think it was for an Ethiopian wedding with, like, 900 people that were in town for the weekend. That sounds so cool. Really, <laughs> Ethi out of all things, an Ethiopian wedding. That sounds and so. And they had they had the dock and the embarcadero for the the whole weekend. The embarcadero in mm -hmm. Texas, uh -huh. of all places. So if we talk again next week, you'll have a better idea. But how has the how has the fair been? With only six days left, how has it been for you? Have you been fairly busy? Has it felt good? Texas OU was the busiest day ever in 49 years. Really, busiest day ever, and it was so much fun. Uh, we've had a great fair. Uh, can't wait to see our final numbers. Uh, talk next week. I'll let you know how many 
sheet cakes and how many pounds of funnel cake mix we sold and Definitely. it's been a, it's been a great fair we had a couple of little rainy days and a couple of real hot days but uh, it didn't stop anybody from coming and one of the things i think is is so engaging about the fair is whenever it ends it's it's comforting in a way to know that even if god forbid something were to happen to our wonderful fair park this would happen somewhere else the the fair will live on it will continue next year and the year after that it's not going anywhere the fair will live on but i want it to live on here yeah me too i want it to live on here because this i mean this is the state fair of texas to me right i mean this really is this it's is, as much about fair park as it is anything else yeah exactly yeah and I don't, it, people don't understand what it takes to put this thing on. I mean, just the infrastructure, the utilities that are under the ground right now for the sewer and the power lines. We have to have that. It's not like we can just move all this operation to a field somewhere. Oh, sure. Yeah, you have to have that infrastructure just for your fryers. Mm -hmm. Or the health department's not going to let you open up without, you know, running water or something like that. So, I mean, a lot of thought has, has to be given to where they could relocate it. Right. And the yeah, the fair part the fair is a character as is the fair park. I mean, it's as as you say that big Texas I'm sorry, right. Zach, he's like you're well, right, he's, Zach. He's not going anywhere, <laughs> that's for sure. He has before. Um oh, so gosh. Too soon. <laughs> don't want that to happen again. Um so I, I, I want to live, leave people with a little something that they can take home from the fair. If they've just been listening to this and they've not been able to come out and visit, which they should, but mm -hmm. if they haven't, is there anything you can pass along as far as a recipe, something that maybe you don't have here or maybe you do have here that people can go home, they can put a little oil in a pan, and they can learn something from the Fry Queen of the Texas State Fair? I would say probably... The best one for them to do would be the fried grilled cheese. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> I have noticed that you <laughs> ate a few of those over the past three weeks. <laughs> I've probably had four of them since I've been here. <laughs> the fried grilled cheese is something that you could recreate very easily. In fact, I have done it for my family. All you need is two pieces of white bread. Mrs. Baird's or anything? Mrs. Baird's is what we're, yeah, that's what I use. <laughs> All right. Two pieces of white bread, a slice of American cheese, a slice of cheddar cheese. Put those together and then put the sandwich in a little wash made of pasteurized egg product and milk. And then just take that, get it moist all the way around, even the sides, and take that and just pat it in panko breadcrumbs. Make sure it's evenly coated with the panko, and then fry it in the oil. Doesn't take very long, you just have to get the panko golden brown, flip it over, and then that's it. You're talking about a minute or two? or if, It depends if it, on your oil, yeah. how big your pan is, but yeah, minute or two. And then you serve it with tomato soup. And we use Campbell's. Mm. That's what we all grew <laughs> up on. We use yep. Campbell's. Campbell's is the correct answer. That's right. It really couldn't be simpler. But that the way that the way it comes out, it tastes like nothing I've ever I've ever yeah. had before. I've had a lot of grilled cheeses, and I like grilled cheese, but that's completely unique. Well, it is. We did that in the Big Tech Choice Awards in 2008, and we are still selling that. It has stood the test of time. Some things we, we do in the Big Tech Choice Awards and we end up taking them off, but I think there would be, you know, a rot if we took the grilled cheese off. Definitely. That's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big ticket item is what I was going to say. I did so. want to ask you a little bit. We're eating this <laughs> corn queso. <laughs> yes, I we are. are. We are eating it too. Quote, we are. Um, and it's a little spicy, and so I'm, I'm curious. I'm sure a lot of spicy food flies down here. It's Texas, after yes. all. People love spicy food. Mm -hmm. But is there any consideration to that whenever, if you're entering it in the Big Text Choice Award, do you not want to enter overly spicy foods? Is that just something that's not going to fly? We don't. 
Uh, there's a very fine line. You have to have some heat. You do have to have some heat. And we are in Texas, as you said. Mm -hmm. But if it's too spicy, I, I don't want to push the envelope. Right. I did, uh, and I think the reason for that is when I did the fried frito pie, one of the lady judges told me, well, I liked it, but it was a little bit too spicy for me. <laughs> it well, probably wasn't ah, even all that spicy, it? probably was it? wasn't, but she had a very sensitive so, mouth, and mm -hmm. so I learned my lesson there. Just So there's a fine line to walk, but uh -huh. I, I like I like this. I could have it spicier, but I like this. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I probably could, too. That's yeah. probably why the frito pie was too spicy. <laughs> so, wrapping up, I think, our last episode, any closing thoughts on the fair? Maybe a sneak peek of what you got coming next year? No, Forget about not. next year. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. I went fishing, and I didn't come home with anything. No, no you did not. You did not <laughs> get to know me very well, Zach. So it's okay. Next I'm, year, we'll get it. I'm thinking of things already, and, uh, in fact, I was... Going through a list of them yesterday at the dock. You should have been here one day late. Uh, <laughs> oh. And a dollar short. And a dollar short. I don't know. The, I guess what I, I'm very tired, but I'm already getting emotional thinking about that yeah. it's going to be over. No. Uh, yeah, that's the way we are every year. Where well, it's like yeah. that last weekend, you know you really can't make one more day because it's, it's, it's that's a lot of work out here. Yeah. And as you can see, I've got my foot in the boot because I've just about walked it to death. Good grief. And, uh. Well, I'm sure about 11 months from now you'll be emotional, but in a different way. You won't be oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Are you are you to the are you to the point now where you can think of a recipe in your head and say, I know that's going to be good, or do you still have to go and try it and make sure? Uh, yes. I mean, the the fried sheet cake, I knew exactly what I wanted to do with that. Yeah. And the very first time I fried it, it turned out the way you wanted. It turned out. Mm -hmm, it turned out just perfectly. It. it like I said, I called John and I said, I think we have a winner. But then, you know, there are other, other things that you do have to experiment with. It just depends on what the item is, what your recipe is. Yeah. And uh, like the chicken pot pie, I really had to play with that last year. But part of the problem was I was using the prepackaged product instead of making it myself. Right. Once I went back to doing it the way I wanted to do it, it worked out. Real quick, the sheet cake. Were the Cocoa Puffs in the first draft, or did you add them later? First draft. Oh, man. She's still got it, man. <laughs> first draft. It's a talent. It's a talent. It's true. I that is my it, talent, yeah. putting stuff in hot oil. That's a good one. <laughs> well, shoot, I guess, uh, from all of us at the State Fair of Texas, uh, I'm Zach Lewis. I'm Christy Rapello. I'm Matt Stoker. And this has been Episode 3 of Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals. Thanks so much.